0: the future of music with uh well he's the legendary host of the ongoing history of new music alan cross someone who's been covering the world of music for many many years alan uh thank you so much for joining us once again i uh, always appreciate your time happy new year sir no oh, happy new
1: year too yes
0: uh you boldly came out with a list of predictions for 2024 let's go through it i, I love it it's fantastic. Um there's a group there that I, I aren't so much about music itself but how we experience music and i think it's really important so let's start there more of the same in a lot of ways right more and more fragmentation in the number of ways and platforms that we actually experience music
1: yeah there are too many streaming platforms basically that's what i'm getting at yeah yeah we're, we're already seeing the problem with with television um when we were in lockdown during the pandemic we subscribed to all of these different streaming platforms and now we don't know what to do with them I, i'm as guilty as anybody about this and now we're starting to see a lot of chatter within the tv industry that these, these platforms have to consolidate yeah, into. there's too many yeah exactly and we have the same problem with music i mean you know, Spotify is the big one, followed by Apple Music, followed by Amazon Prime, followed by YouTube Music, and then we have a ton of others. There are about 30, between 35 and 40 streaming music platforms in the world right now, maybe even a little bit more. A lot, of, a lot of them are, um, you know, the, we, we, in addition to the four that I mentioned, there's also Cobas, there's Deezer, there's Tidal, uh, there's Napster, and and a few others. And then we have some regional ones covering places like North Africa South Africa, India, parts of Asia, China, Southeast Asia, parts of South America, and so on. Those ones we'll leave out of the equation for now. But in the English-speaking world and the um, screenings music services that take up the bulk of everybody's time, I I don't know how we're going to survive, or I don't know how all these other uh, streaming platforms are going to survive, because there's just too many. They all basically sample from the same library of about 110 million songs. The only thing that makes everything different is the user interface right? and whether or not it's available in your territory. But most of them are available in your territory. So it's, it's you know, how many do we need? You only really need to subscribe to one, if I'm brutally honest. So it's going to be a, a lot of the problem with these streaming music services is that with the way the copyright laws are structured and the agreements that they have with publishers and record labels, none of them can have, have a, an easy time making a profit because the moment your, product, your 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 revenues go up, a same amount of costs go up. Yes. Yeah. So there's no way to get any sort of synergies or um, you know, efficiencies or anything like that. So at some point, playing the long game in this is not going to work. And, and some of these these um, these streaming music services are going to have to either go out of business or they're going to have to consolidate, consolidate. with somebody
0: else. Yeah, which makes good sense. Um, and and sort of part and parcel with that, you, you touched on it briefly there, um, is sort of not only how we listen to the music, but how we discover music. And I think back in the day, the radio station, that's what it was, you know, for people of our generation, Alan, they, you turned on the radio, and they told us what was hip and what was happening, and we, we went on that way. Now it, it's so different. Social media is big. There's this whole algorithm that is force-feeding us stuff on
1: all those platforms you talk about. That's only going to amplify, right? Right, and we don't understand how the algorithms no. work, because they're always being tweaked. The problem, really, with, with an algorithm is that, yes, it's good because it recommends music that you it thinks you like. The problem with an algorithm is that it only recommends music it thinks you will like. So you're caught in this big bubble of similar music. Yeah. Now, when you turn on the radio back in the day... You didn't know what was going to come next, and that may lead you down, you know, it might be a rock station, a a country station, a pop station, whatever. But occasionally, you would hear something that took you in a completely different direction. And we have the problem today is, is that we're just being fed more and more of the same. So there's a certain amount of stagnation that's going on. You're absolutely
0: right. And I think we all experience it, especially I, I, sometimes I look at that and I say, I, I don't know where you're coming up with those suggestions. <laughs> it doesn't make sense to me. Um, one of the, when we talk about this technology, where does AI fit into it? Alan, I know you talk about this because we've had guests on saying, you know what? You can now basically have any artist sing any song. And where do you think AI, how big of a force will
1: it be? Well, there, the panic over it will begin to subside as laws take uh, effect. I mean, we had the same kind of problem with synthesizers. When we had, you know, early 1980s, there were musicians unions calling for synthesizers to be banned because they were killing jobs for musicians. We had the problem with uh, drum machines. We had the problem with sampling when when everybody was thinking, oh, my God, we're just going to have music that's been recycled from uh, older songs. It will die down, um, Laws and regulations will come into effect, and uh, AI will end up being some kind of of tool, tool that will be a force for good. Now, that's not to say it won't be abused in in unethical and illegal ways. That will happen. However, we will learn to deal with that from a, a legal and ethical point of view.
0: One other prediction that you made that I, I think is is very, very astute, and I started thinking about this when Bruce Springsteen cancelled on me um, because he had ulcers, and I started to think, you know what, I don't know if Bruce will be back. We are going to continue to lose our musical heroes. We've seen it. Um, they're getting of a certain age now where you don't know if maybe this is the last time, Right.
1: Yeah, and there's no getting away. No, there isn't. No getting around this one. I, uh, you know, it's not going to be long before we live in a world without a living beetle or without a living Rolling Stone, except for Keith, of course, because Keith's never going (laughs) to die. Uh, But yeah, you know, every time, you know, there's always that period around Christmas where we, we we read about or hear about a bunch of musicians leaving us. And some of them are in their seventies and eighties and beyond. Some are in their fifties and sixties who lived a real rock and roll lifestyle, yep, and their yep. bodies are just giving out. So uh, after you know, rock and roll's been with us you know seventy some years. A lot of those have already departed, and a lot more are waiting their turn. And it's going to be really, really tough, especially on on boomers and gener- Gen Xers yep. who have grown up with this music, grown up with these people, both on, on record and in concert. And if they're gone, you know, especially when you consider how many of these artists have been are still on the road, uh, that's going to leave this giant hole for these generations. How are we going to make up for it? No,
0: I think you're so right, and we're the generations that like to say there's been no good music since. Uh, so, yeah, <laughs> it, it, you're right; it's a big void. Um, so you want to go and see them if you can. One thing you talk about, and boy, I hope we get a handle on this ticket prices. I mean, it's are we going to get to a point where people just say enough's enough?
1: I I think so. It all depends on so many parts of the economy, but right now, since especially, well, since. Actually, since the beginning of the century, artists and promoters have been pushing the, the limits as to how much they will charge for a concert ticket. And they have found that we are willing to sacrifice an awful lot to see a top-tier artist in concert. We'll spend hundreds oh, of yeah. thousands of dollars. The problem here is that, okay, fine, you know, if that's what these artists can charge and if that's what they can get, great. The problem is if you spend hundreds or thousands of dollars on a concert ticket, you don't have the money to spend a couple of dozen dollars to see an up-and-coming band. True. and uh, once that starts to happen, you strangle the middle class and emerging class of music uh, of musicians, and that's bad for music long term and or maybe in, in concert with that, uh, we'll finally say enough, yeah. where well, we're not going to spend. You know, five thousand dollars to t- see Taylor Swift, and and once artists and promoters start seeing lots of empty seats, uh, they'll know that we've reached our limit.
0: Yeah, I think it's got to get to that point. It's just a matter of when. Uh, you mentioned Taylor Swift, and and I and I and I give you great props for your courage here because your final prediction, uh, looking into the crystal ball, the future of Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift, and you got a warning there. I mean, what, what do you see happening,
1: Alan? Oh, it's it. Listen, if this is uh, the PR, this is a okay. This is a Richard Burton, Liz Taylor style <laughs> phenomenon, and it was this this. It's this great Hollywood story, love story, rom com that uh, has has built and built and built. It's been a win win for everyone. Uh, the even the NFL. Oh yeah. Uh, I mean, if you look in the paper, I looked in the Globe and Mail today, and uh, there was a summary of all the NFL. Um, of all the nfl games over the weekend and there's there's again they had a taylor swift update <laughs> you know so this has been a giant thing a cultural thing we haven't seen anything like this in a very long time but if it follows the trajectory of uh, of the great you know romances in the world uh something will happen and this will this too shall end but just about the number of songs Taylor will get out of it. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Alan, great stuff. Thank you so much for joining us this
0: morning. I really appreciate it.